Tim Ring in for Vinny. Dan Bickley here. Our great pleasure now to welcome in former Cardinals star, good friend of ours, the one, the only Kyle Vandenbosch. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Love having you. So let's uh, let's start with what happened last night because clearly what happened to Demar Hamlin has really spoke to everybody who played the game, plays the game. Where, what did you go through emotionally if you saw that live last night? Yeah, I did see it live. Um, you know, first first thought was it, it was terrifying. You know, to me. Oh boy, in a, in a season, uh, I guess maybe it's just being around the Cardinals in what seems like just an unprecedented amount of injuries. Even watching bowl games over the weekend, you're seeing injuries and concussions, and um, you know it's it's a reminder of just how brutal the the sport of football could be. Um, so my you know my first thought was you know I, I thought it was a concussion, and then as time went on, and you saw. The reaction of the players on the field, um, I, you know, my my first thing is, you know, my thoughts and prayers go to Demar Hamlin and, and praying for a full recovery and uh, pray for his family and um, the the players on the field. Um, I can't imagine, um, you know, the trauma that they went through witnessing. You know, it's easy to say a teammate, but you really are like brothers, uh, especially at this point in the season, especially when you're on a team um, that's that's had success, you really do become close and, um, you know, to, to witness something like that, um, you, you know, it changes you. There's, there's things, uh, if you play the sport of football long enough, you see things you can't unsee and it affects how you approach your craft it affects how you think about things going forward and um you know so my first thoughts went to hamlin and then there was the players on the field and then you start to reflect a little bit and you know when when you're a young player and you enter into the league you understand that there's some risk but that's not one of them that's not one that that you accept um you know you you Especially, you know, we've had talked a lot about this week about how, um, you know, with J.J. Watt and, and his <clears throat> announcement last week, you talk about how being a father and having a family, it changes your life and it changes your priorities. And, um, you know, football, you get so wrapped up in it when you're in it and you're playing in it. But football is what I did. It's not who I was. What I am is a, is a, is a husband. You know, I'm a father. I'm a brother. I'm a son. And in the end, when you walk away from the game, those are the things that you hold close and and that you, you know, you, uh, you know, all the injuries you have and, um, you know, all the adversity you went through, you walk away and, and you resume your life as as a normal as possible human being. And, um, you know, you see something like that and um, it affects it affects you, and so you just hope and pray that, uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin is okay and that we get some good news today um, and everything else. You know, it's. I, I thought it was a tough situation last night for ESPN. Um, uh, I thought, you know, Booger McFarlane and Ryan Clark and um, Scott Van Pelt thought they did a fantastic job kind of talking about the effects it has on a player and the emotions and and what the players in the locker room are going through both sides. And, um, you know, there's not a player 
in the NFL. There's probably not a player in college football that's isn't having some heavy thoughts today. And you know, as a as a father who's got three sons, um, uh, all of them have a potential to have a future in football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you think about those things as well, like. I just want them to grow up to be good husbands and good fathers. And, um, it's, you know, you don't want to steer them away from things, but at the same time, that was, it was definitely tugging at your heartstrings and, and you don't ever want to experience something like that with somebody close to you. Visiting with Kyle Vandenbosch uh, about last night's incident, uh, obviously, and, and Kyle, we, we appreciate your insight, being able to tap into the insights of, of, of a guy who you know who played the game. In terms of the immediate aftermath, Kyle, I don't think anybody in the general public expected the players to continue on playing. Once it, once it became apparent the severity of the injury, it took. I would say the majority of the country to, to to process this in a matter of minutes saying, well, how can they go on and play the game? And the players clearly felt the same way. I don't know what the NFL was thinking during the timeline. We'll probably find out in a few days uh, if we'll ever find out. But could you could you put us in the minds of the players? What what do, I mean, there's no way you could have played that. I'm not sure when they can play that game. I, I, can you can, can you speak to the aspect of, of, of having to play football again? at some point after something like that transpires. Yeah. uh, To be frank, I don't know how they play again in the near future. I mean, regardless of how they decide to resolve the unfinished game last night, I don't know how you turn around and play next week. I don't know how you turn around and play in a couple weeks. Mm. Um, Like I said, those players are dealing with trauma. They saw... A, a friend, a teammate, a brother, um, heart stopped beating and have to have life brought back to him um, with the support of, of you know, the emergency medical staff that was there on the field. And um, I don't know how you move forward. It's, it's, uh, there's no good answers. And I know, look, uh, everybody's quick to assess um, how the NFL handled it, how the players handled it, the coaches handled it in that situation. Um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of logistics. And, look, the NFL can be a cold, cold sport. Look, I, I've I've been on the practice field and seen a teammate blow out his knee and have the coaches say, we're moving the drill 10 yards and let the medical staff attend to them while – you move on and keep practicing. And and that's the cold reality at times, but um, this was different. Um, you know, you, again, you don't necessarily speak it, but when you play the sport of football, you accept an inherent risk. If you play this game long enough, you're going to be injured. You're going to be in pain, um, you know, to various degrees of, of injury and pain, but um, you don't sign up for something that is life-threatening that can affect you and your way of life um, and, 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 you know, potentially end your life. Um, It's, it's different. This was different. And, you know, it was spoken and talked about um, ad nauseum last night, but this was unprecedented. And so um, I don't know how this, um, how the league moves forward. You know, it's not just these two teams that are affected, like I said, to various degrees, Every single person that straps on a helmet 
after seeing that, um, it's, it's changed. And, um, you know, I, I hope that these teams have the right support systems in place um, for the families, for the players. And, um, you know, uh, the, the, the biggest thing, again, is, um, you know, everybody's feelings are, are important and emotions um, but the the biggest priority right now is, is just everybody supports the the Hamlin family and um, you, you pray for a full recovery. Very well said. Let's take a hard left hand turn. Get your thoughts on Sunday's game in Atlanta. David Blau, J.J. Uh, Watt getting the sack. The performance of Trey McBride. There were some good elements to come out of the game. They kept their draft position intact. That was a win win for me from the Cardinals. What did you What did you take away from Week Seventeen? Yeah, I thought it was a good performance. Um, I thought Blau, um, you know, with with his short amount of preparation, I thought he executed well, knew where to go with the ball, wasn't always 100% accurate. Um, I was encouraged by the shots down the field, even though they weren't um, always on target, um, weren't didn't have great effectiveness, but it looked like something – uh, was added that was missing for the majority of the season. Um, you know, it's it's tough to glean much from it. You know, um, it, there's around 30 free agents um, going into next year that are unsigned at this point. There's going to be tremendous turnover. Um, the players you see on the field now might not be on the field next year. So, you know, we talk about building and going forward and um it's it's tough to understand who's a part of that process going forward um you know i think there might be a future for david blau if it's not here at the arizona cardinals he could um, continue to develop into a quality backup um i i did as you mentioned i i'm seeing a, a pretty quick ascension from trey mcbride i don't think he looked nearly this effective three weeks ago, and it's not just from a pass-catching standpoint. Um, he's much better blocking at the point of attack, so um, this experience is valuable for him. Um, saying that, um, look, the Falcons aren't a good team. Um, I don't think they have a more talented roster in spite of all of our injuries than the Cardinals had. And, uh, again, to me, you know, I, I don't think it's a completely accurate narrative that um, at least they're playing hard. It looked like a team that was worn down again in the fourth quarter, and to me that's discouraging. There's things you can control, and there's things yeah. you can't control in the football field. Um, I'm not sure the effort was there the way everybody portrayed it to be. If you watched that last drive, we knew coming in, Algier and Cordell Patterson were going to be our biggest problem, and, and at times... The run defense was was bad. Um, you know, I got a chance to watch the all twenty two copy, and and players were scooped two gaps out of their gap at times and reached. And and at this point in the season, you're still struggling with gap accountability. And and you know, their two rushing touchdowns were right up the middle. Um, Algier and Patterson were untouched, and um, so there's still some concerning things to me from an execution standpoint at this point in the season. Well said, Kyle. Really appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Thank you so much for your time. Always appreciated.